0: I'm Junie Felix, and this is Moving Forward Tiny Habits for Successful Soul Care. Thank you so much for listening today, and I hope and pray that you and I can encourage one another to walk by faith and to live out of love instead of fear more and more every single day. When you were a kid, can you remember anyone asking you what you wanted to be when you grow up? Now, we were watching America's Funniest Home Videos the other night. If you have Disney+, Plus, they've got all these classic episodes on there, and we watch the show quite a bit. It's one of our family's favorite habits. We even watch those really classic, super grainy episodes. And there was this one video where the kid won the big prize, a whole $10,000, because of how he answered that question. What do you want to be when you grow up? So he's at his, I think, kindergarten graduation ceremony, and the other kids, they had the answers you might expect, but this kid stepped up on the podium and he simply said, I don't want to grow up. (laughs) Smart kid, right? And that's the response I believe that a child would have who is blessed to be enjoying just being a kid, to play, to explore, to learn, to grow, to have fun and keep life Simple. Now, when I was a kid, I was acutely aware of the fact that there were some kids, there were lots of kids, that maybe even they actually had parents who made it their mission to give their children a safe and happy childhood. The kind of childhood that would cause a kid to say, I don't want to grow up. I knew that most of my friends or the kids my age didn't worry about things that I worried about, like having enough food or electricity, and they always had running water. (laughs) I knew I was different because we didn't have that kind of stability growing up, like the the kids we saw on TV or the kids that I hung out with at school. So as a child, when I heard that question, what do you want to be when you grow up? I can remember thinking, you know, deep in my heart, anything but like this. And I often wondered if being an adult was so complicated that some adults just couldn't figure out how to do the thing, how to get it right. I do remember once when I was asked that question, what do you want to be when you grow up? Where I responded, I want to be a teacher, because as you might know, or some of You might know, when you are growing up in chaos and just no certainty, going to school, public school, where there's structure and there's teachers who are kind and care about you learning stuff, it's a really cool place to be. So I remember saying that I wanted to become a teacher because I had so much love and respect for my teachers. I'm thankful to remember this because I'm a teacher now. But the path to this teaching adventure was rocky and very confusing at times. And maybe you can relate to what I'm saying here. It's just so easy to be derailed because as we get older, there are so many voices speaking into our journey And there's so much clutter and complications as we're growing and trying to figure out where we fit in this great big human story. And I think that's a lot of the stuff that kind of, it keeps going over the decades. And then you hit the, what they they call the midlife crisis, because you're still trying to figure out what you want to be when you grow up, you know, you don't know who you are, what you want yet. And with so much clutter and so many voices speaking into our journey every day from all kinds of directions, that whole thought. What do you want to be? That question assumes that being grown up is some kind of concrete thing, when really the whole concept is what we call in behavior design an abstraction. It's always on the move. It's always morphing. And I wonder if Jesus, he was talking about this with the earliest followers in the faith because... There was this time when Jesus said, clearly, if you want to enter the kingdom of heaven, now that is a place of being, not doing. It's a place of being and it's overflowing with hope and joy and peace and wonder and safety and beauty. And when I say it's not a place of doing, I don't mean you're not doing anything. I'm saying that it's not this, you're striving to reach this this success goal, Heaven is that place that we all have a longing for, that safety, that beauty. But to enter the kingdom of heaven, you must become like a little child. That's what he taught, just like that kiddo who figured out that he didn't need to worry about what he was going to be when he grew up, regardless of where he might be today. I don't know how old he would be today, but he knew at the time that he liked being who he was, and he was content with who he was and what he had in that moment enough to answer the question that way. I don't want to grow up. And the wisdom of appreciating the truth that no matter how many years pass, you and I are still going to be who we are. You're still going to be you. I'm still going to be me. Now, we might look different as kids. We're taller for sure. But our heart, soul, spirit and mind are all still who God originally designed us to be. I remember hearing Michelle Obama say that she thinks the worst question you can ask a child is what do you want to be when you grow up? As if growing up is finite, she says, as if you become something and that's all there is. And I really think she's right about this. I agree with this because it's as though if you just choose something and you pick the right thing, if you accomplish that thing, The screen is going to darken and the music is going to swell up and the credits are going to start rolling as your story ends. You know, a finite thing. And that's just not right. That's just not the case. Even when you have arrived, the Apostle Paul wrote about this in Philippians chapter four. You press on. Life keeps moving. Eternity keeps flowing. And you are still you and I'm still me. So does this mean that we don't set some aspirations for the future? Of course, I don't. Yeah, of course we can set aspirations for the future. Concrete objectives, because humans, we are designed by God to dream and to aspire and not to just become, but to be, to be in this living type of life where you are just fully present. And it's about stepping fully into God's purpose and plan for breathing you into life. And that purpose and plan, it's good and it's so simple. So no matter how old you are right now today, One of the best tiny habits for successful soul care you can have at any age is to intentionally design, to create, and live out day by day what I call tiny mission statements that align you with God's purpose for your life. And that purpose is so simple. It's just this to live and love like Jesus and to be a part of God's good work in this great universe. Now, as you do this, something miraculous happens. You begin to enjoy life with a satisfaction that comes from being fully present and a contentment that you'd never expect because you know you're in alignment with God's will. And God is infinitely more interested, infinitely, in the type of person that you are than in any accomplishments or credentials. His will for you and me is to live out of His love. It's something that we can succeed in every single tiny time we we decide to do that. And if you're willing to join with me, journey with me in throwing out the popular definitions of success, these tiny mission statements are easy to create if you know the kind of person that you want to be. Behavior design is about a certain type of person doing a specific behavior in a specific environment or context. So what type of person do you want to be? It's that simple. It doesn't matter your age. Suppose you decided... I am an encourager. That's your tiny mission statement. I am an encourager. Therefore, I will send one message of encouragement to someone today. If you do that, success. You're in alignment. Or if you decide, I'm loving. Therefore, when you see your loved one today, you're going to tell them, I'm so happy to see you because I love you. Or what if your tiny mission statement is, I'm thankful Therefore, I'll leave a note of appreciation for my loved one. Just a simple note that says, I appreciate you so much. Or another tiny mission statement might be, I am an encourager. Therefore, I will tell my friend who's having a hard time that I am here for you. It can be as quick as a direct message, a text message. The, the creative ways we can encourage each other because of technology are astounding. So you see, if you know the type of person you want to be, Every day on a second-by-second second basis, moment-by-moment, moment. you can live out your tiny mission statement successfully every single day, and every tiny time you succeed in these simple acts of love, your identity shift happens, and you become the kind of a person who has integrity, the person who is in the habit of being true to who God created you to be. No matter your age, you're a child of God by faith, and you don't need a degree or a certification to live out His love and succeed in life on His terms. This is how little children are when they know they're loved and cared for, when they're free to just be, to play, to learn, to create, to grow. It's God's will for us as human creatures to live off of His love and then overflow that love to others around us. It's what makes us truly human, and God's will is just so simple. To live and love like Jesus. When Jesus was asked that question, what's the most important law by all the, you know, religious leaders and the, the academics, he, they want to know what's the most important law. Jesus said, love the Lord your God with heart, soul, mind and strength and love your neighbor as yourself. You and I have the exact same spiritual call and purpose. And when we live out of that, these tiny mission statements really help to accomplish that successfully every day. When we live out the love of God the way that He intends, then the other stuff, you know, all the stuff that you would maybe answer the question, what do you want to be when you grow up with? You know, you get to have fun moving toward those aspirations And you have this settled feeling in your heart and soul because you know that you are authentic to who God designed you to be, a person who lives out His love. I know it's so simple. The hardest part of this is to believe and rest in the truth. But still, I pray that you will decide what kind of person you want to be and then go have fun discovering all the creative ways you can live from that place of authenticity and peace that comes from life on mission. Thank you so much for keeping me company again for a little while today. For more encouraging resources, uh, including show notes, favorite quotes, free downloads, there's even an entire section on my website for inspiration and encouragement in the healing journey. If you're a trauma survivor, I really hope you'll stop by. Just look for junifelix.com. That's J-U-N-I Felix.com. You can also pre-order my brand new project with my publisher, Nath Press. It's called You Are Worth the Work. Moving forward from trauma to faith.